On this week's Jeep Talk Show, the new Cherokee is getting recalled for what has to be one of the silliest reasons ever. And pro boxer Floyd Merriweather lost a few of his prized vehicles in a fire, and this Jeep is the one getting replaced first. The countdown continues to our big 200th episode celebration, and we announce a couple of new items for our giveaway. The YouTube love gets spread nice and thick, and we hear from the mind of Nikki G, and your voicemails get played as well. We have several reviews to share. Tony shares what's happening on XJTalk.com. Anton is back with a little CJ Talk with Super Croc. Tammy finds out a listener did shut up and listen, and we'll find out what happened on this week's Jeep Talk Show. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show. With Tammy on Wrangler. Tony and Josh on Cherokee. So sit back. Strap in. First week in G. Well, we've all heard of frivolous lawsuits, and well, this could possibly be the silliest recall I think I have ever heard. FCA, Fiat Chrysler America, recalls over 200,000 Jeep Cherokees for windshield wiper static. Now, don't you worry, all you XJ owners out there. Fiat Chrysler Automobiles is issuing a recall for over 200,000 versions of the 2014 Jeep Cherokee due to, get this, a problem with static buildup disabling the windshield wipers. The problem results from static building up if the wipers are operated in dry condition. Well, how about we uh, edumacate some of these people on proper windshield wiper use instead of recalling almost a quarter million vehicles for the same reason I can create a spark like a video game character if I shuffle around my house in my socks enough. Static could mess with the wiper's control module, rendering them, rendering them disabled. But if you would uh, have to be driving for about seven hours straight with not a drop of rain, and then probably get out and lick the windshield for this to happen. <laughs> well, to fix the problem, dealers will be instructed to install a ground strap to the module and instead of yelling at stupid people who don't seem to have two brain cells to rub together to tell the difference between wet and dry. Uh, if you think your 2014 Cherokee is affected, seek the advice of your dealer or just glance towards the sky. And if, it's, if it ain't falling... Don't use your wipers. <laughs> Check out, guys, Four Wheeler Network. If you're looking for some half doors for next summer, Four Wheeler Network has a great review this week on the Rugged Ridge half doors for the JKs. Some of the famous four wheeler from the famous four wheeler magazine, fourwheeler.com, is everything you've come to know and love of the magazine, but it's all on the web. We're big fans here as they show a lot of love to the Jeeps, guys. So if you're looking for some cool stuff to read in the meantime between episodes of the Jeep Talk Show, go check out Four Wheeler Network. A uh, Miami body shop to replace Floyd Mayweather's Jeep, uh, Mayweather's Jeep that burned it to a crisp. It's always a sad thing when we hear about a Jeep who has gone down. Now, besides being an incredible boxer, Floyd Mayweather Jr. is also well known for his extensive collection of luxury cars. But last week, four of his premium vehicles somehow ended up catching fire inside of a trailer headed to Florida and oh. were damaged beyond repair. Police say nobody was harmed in the fire, thankfully, and TMZ reported that the cause of the fire is still unknown. The vehicles that Mayweather lost in the blaze were two Rolls Royces, a Bentley, and a custom Jeep. The first vehicle that the undefeated boxer decided to replace is, drumroll please, of course, his Jeep Wrangler. The project providing Mayweather with a new custom uh, Jeep Wrangler is being handled by Alex Vega and the auto firm in Miami. The auto firm is recently, has recently shared a picture via Instagram of Vega standing with the 38-year-old boxer and he quotes, I promise you all, this will be the baddest ride in Mayweather's entire car fleet. Stay tuned and bring out the popcorn, because it's going to be a movie. 
This is what uh, his uh, his quote was in this recent uh, recent post. Now, uh, in the caption accompanying the photo is all of that as well. If you guys want to see the other photos and, the, of course, the progress of this build, stay tuned to the Jeep Talk Show, uh, and we're going to be providing you guys with all the recent updates as far as that goes. Big thanks to all of you guys who continue to support This Week in Jeep by submitting stories. If you guys think you have something we should be reporting on, if you have a response to any one of our stories, please send an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com. Well, Josh, that's uh, that's pretty unbelievable. Uh, the static discharge thing. I mean, uh, it makes Seriously. sense, but you would think that some engineer would. Well, actually, some engineer probably did say we need to put a ground strap on that thing, but it was going to cost a a quarter of a cent more to make the 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 new yeah. Cherokee. So they said, "No, nah, it'll be fine. If uh, if it becomes a problem, we'll just recall everything and then pay for <laughs> pay ten times more." Two hundred thousand vehicles, Tony. <laughs> Two hundred thousand vehicles. I, I just well, I'm, I'm baffled. You know, they know how to to take the pulse of the nation because they've been selling a lot of these these new Jeeps, but they have had a lot of problems with it. You know, starting with uh, the nine speed automatic transmission that we reported uh, a long time ago. I started to say first. I'm sure it wasn't first, but uh, a long time ago we talked about all the nine speed uh, tra- automatic transmission problems they were having, and you know, then uh, what we reported about a couple shows ago that this oh, lady was got absolute, a, a new vehicle because they couldn't fix the transmission. Yeah, it'd been an absolute barrage of recalls surrounding the new Cherokees, one right after another. It seems like at least one every couple few months. Uh, we're, we're we're talking about one now. I, you know, I have this vision of my in my head about somebody wearing like corduroy pants and and have like restless leg syndromes while doing a road trip, <laughs> and they're building up so much static electricity because they sure. seriously are retarded or something and don't know that it hasn't been raining. They're driving through Arizona in the middle of the summer wearing well, corduroy. You, but I don't you know can't why. use it with dust. I mean, people do get <laughs> dust off their windshield, right? Okay, yeah, I'll give yeah, you that. Yeah, but, but you, a couple, s- you, you know, still swipe, push swipe the wiper fluid. Oh, yeah. you know, I didn't even think about that. Of course, it automatically comes on. <laughs> Send out a you know, letter. If you, if you got static <laughs> buildup, the best thing to do is lube your surface. <laughs> yes. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> it just reminds me of that joke about uh, what was it? I saw it on Monty Python thing where it says that, you know, how a uh, an Englishman uh, does foreplay. Brace yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in hot. <laughs> coming in hot, coming in dry. So anyway, uh <laughs> anyway. <laughs> just you know, every time you were mentioning that, I kept thinking of that joke. Anyway, I uh not say the word lube on this show ever again. No, no. Well, it actually happened while you were reading the story. So don't don't blame yourself, blame me. <laughs> You're listening to Jeep Talk Show, the number one Jeep Podcast. At my mom's house xjtalk.com is where you go when you're not off-road and now you can go to xjtalk.com when you're off-road too using your smartphone install the tap a talk app then search for xjtalk take xjtalk with you wherever you go jury duty dinner with your spouse's parents even well anywhere you need your xjtalk fix Tony and Josh, guess what? They finally shut up and listened to Jeep Mama. You know, coming up on Wrangler Talk, in just a little bit, I'm going to tell you who shut up and who listened to me. Oh, can't wait for that. It's always possible. You know, miracles do happen. Now if the family would just listen to you. <laughs> no kidding. This fall, there is nowhere to hide. 
Jesus, are you sure? <laughs> the dark gets even darker. There's only one hope. We're just a few shows away from our 200th. 200 episodes in the Jeep Talk Show. I can't believe it. How much longer? 200 episodes is a pretty big deal in the podcasting world. Are we there yet? Hang on to your seats. Coming soon. I'm scared. <laughs> Sooner than you may spooky. think. Spooky. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's Halloween time, right? Yes, it is. Indeed. Yeah, guys. Uh, 200 episodes. Wow, man. I cannot believe it's been that long already. Just, we're down to just two episodes left until our big 200th celebration, guys. That, and we, of that course, includes this one. And it does include this one. So one more, and then that's it. We're we're not that's it. Like it's over. Yeah, show's that's over. It. It's gonna be a big celebration. Going out on so a high guys, note. <laughs> yeah, going out on a high note. Now, uh, now, so episode two hundred coming up October 29th is going to be the big live event, and uh, you guys definitely don't want to miss out. We two are gonna be starting an hour early. It's yep. gonna be a two-hour show. Going to start an hour early. It is going to be broadcast live on YouTube, so you definitely want to make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel youtube.com slash jeep talk show uh make sure you get that subscription in now so you don't miss a thing and uh, you definitely will, will uh, catch the reminder for that live event which is going to be a big deal and here's why guys not only are we celebrating 200 episodes which is kind of a big deal in the podcasting world but also uh we're going to be um, basically giving back to you guys as well we're going to do that a number of ways one is of course a longer show that we're um we're going to be doing a different format than we've done before. This one's going to be a lot of freeform, a lot of production, a lot of uh, BSing, a lot of reminiscing and stuff as well. And of course, we're going to be giving some stuff away. Now, over the last few weeks, guys, you have seen some of the stuff that we're giving away. And uh, I've said that, you know, we're not necessarily going to be releasing the whole cat out of the bag until towards the end. Well, here's some more stuff. So you guys have seen one of the items that we're going to be giving away, which is in a full-on full remote start system that you can add to any vehicle. Uh, this also does keyless entry and uh, a lot of other stuff as well. Uh, that is a big item. And uh, one of the other big items, da, 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 for you guys who have been longtime <laughs> listeners of the show, uh, we're going to be giving away a no-code Genius Boost GB30. Uh, we did uh, some reviews on these last year, guys. Uh, fans of the show, no-co is, and this is a big deal. Lithium ion, ion jump starter holds its charge for a year Capable to capable to jumpstart multiple vehicles on that, and this is huge. You guys can check out more. Yeah, cool. no, yeah Noco sent those to us, and big shout out to Noco for uh, giving those things to us so we could give them to you. Yep, you one of you lucky guys are going to win one of these things here, and a lot of you guys are going to be winning some of these right here. And these are official worn winch pull straps, guys. Winch uh, not included. So yeah, winch not included, unfortunately. <laughs> not this time around, but we do have some cool stuff we're going to be giving away. So we're going to be giving away some of these, a remote start, a genius boost by NoCo as well for a, a jump starter for you guys. And Tammy has some stuff that she'd like to show and tell as well. And we made her get it before the show, so she's yeah, already got it so ready. Yeah, I don't have to get up. <laughs> um, and of course, you know, you've seen these every week. The purple grab handles. They are super awesome grab handles. I have them in my Jeep. They're from EK Motorsports, and they fit any roll bar. And then to maintain my purple theme, um, so you can be like me again, I have some purple Jeep Wave um, decals to put on your Jeep. And we have 
Come on, dig deep in those pockets. I know you <laughs> yeah. got some parkies down Here, there somewhere. The, the, these, these are just silly little selfie stick handles for those of you who um, like to take pictures. And actually, these were re work really great. You see a lot of um, pictures on Instagram and Twitter where people, you know, are holding them outside their Jeep and you can get a picture, you know, with your top down, those of us who can put our tops down. And it's, you know, they're really cool looking shots where you can get above looking down as you're driving. So we got two of those and the Jeep Wave decals and my purple grab handles. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff, guys. And so your question I'm sure all of you are asking right now is how can you get in the running to win some of this stuff? That's what well, I'm it's asking. It's very, very easy. In fact, chances are 99% of you out there listening to this right now have the means to win this stuff sitting in your pocket as you are listening to this. Money? Tony, well, <laughs> that would be one way. Send lots of money. No, uh, we Tony, accept bribes. Tell, <laughs> tell them how they can actually get in the running to win some of this stuff for our big 200th episode. So you can call our super secret because <laughs> few people use it. Uh, yeah. Voicemail number, the 530-675-4102. 530-675-4102. Call that. Wish us a happy, a congratulatory uh, 200th episode and don't forget to leave your name so we'll know who we can well we always have your number there so we can always uh, contact you that way but uh josh tammy and i will decide which one of the voicemails we like best Ooh. and we will be awarding these uh, uh prizes to uh several lucky people that call in so if you want to be oh, part I of the part of the giveaway all you have to do is call in and wish us a happy 200th oh and the bonus of that is you'll probably hear that congratulations josh is excited uh on the show because we're going to use those to splice them into the show and play them throughout the entire two hours of the show that's right guys all sorts of stuff giving it back to you all happening october 29th live event an hour early and a special two-hour episode don't miss out Yep, October 29th, right? That will be Thursday, right. October 29th. Yep. Starting at 9 p.m. Central. Two hours. Oh, I'm going to have some coffee ready. A little coffee thing set <laughs> oh, up here. No, we'll it, goes, it goes through so fast. When the so show's fast. on, it's very exciting. Two hours exciting. goes by just like that. Yeah, Josh and I are going to talk about The Walking Dead for Denver D1. <laughs> That'll be at least the first hour. <laughs> I can hear Denver D1 yelling at us from here. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he, he's not a happy camper when we talk about that stuff. Alrighty, so anyway, uh, I'd like to tell you, remind you about the 4x4 Radio Network. It's a great little network, a conglomeration of uh, off-road podcasts. We've got Ooh, the, uh, yeah, I, that's what I say. Um, <laughs> I didn't get the mute button in time. <laughs> caution can be allergic to some people. So, uh, the uh, it, you know several of the uh, the shows that are on this uh, network, I'm sure. It's the, uh, the Jeep Talk Show, Us, the 4x4 Podcast, Center Steer, which is Land Rover specific, and the Muddy Microphone podcast, ATVs, UTVs, off-road motorcycles, uh, you know, motocross, that type of stuff. And uh, we've joined forces and created this network. So you can just go over to 4x4radionetwork.com, www.4x4radionetwork.com, and you'll see a nice big fat play button. You click that, it's just like listening to a radio station. It one show right after the other. So if you've got finals, if you're trying to work on something and you just like to have some, uh, like a good uh, series of talk shows on, you can sit there and listen to it for days. There are so Let's many Let's say the podcasts. wife hasn't shut up in 45 minutes straight. You need <laughs> something to block her out. Well, just head over to the 4x4 radio network. Just remember to time your laughing to when she says things that are funny. <laughs> Otherwise, she'll catch on. <laughs> And um, Tony and Josh, now I think we have 
three voicemails tonight. We, um, we do. So can we go ahead and play that first one? Yes, ma'am. Hey, this is Tony. And I'm Tammy. And this is Josh. And you've reached our 24-7 voicemail line. You guys know what to do, so at the beep, leave your message. Greetings to the Illuminations, XJ Talk. This is the Super Crocs coming to you with a 100% genuine, fully Jeep-related call today. So as you know, I love my CJs. I love my XJs. But there's one thing that I hate the most about XJs. There is one part, one, well, quasi-assembly that I hate the most, and that is, drumroll please, <laughs> the radiator, especially its still-spelt location. I mean, trying to get it filled in the wind sucks trying to get it, because you got that little small area, and it's not like you can... Just look down there and say, oh, yeah, I'm at half a tank. I better fill it up. It's like, oh, do I have enough coolant in there or not? I think, yeah, maybe someone would say, well, if you could stick your finger in it, then it's full. <laughs> but that's, that's kind of hard joke. to check when you're going and it's hot. The engine's hot. It may have lost, you know, is it a quart it lost? Is it two quarts? Is it completely empty? So, yeah, that's what I hate the most about it. Second most is the radiator top-off tank location. The engineer who designed that location should be tickled to death or something. That is impossible to fill unless you have a huge-ass funnel and the wind is completely calm. Even a breeze and your flow shoots all over. Uh, yeah. Bye. That's a separate problem. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> hey, guys. Super crock. I figured I'd better get some non-just cheap... Um, root content in this time as well. So testing the speak pipe, I will do a joke. So you heard about the paranoid dyslexic, right? No? no. Well, he always felt like he was following somebody. But yeah. <laughs> and this time I got a Jeep related question for y'all. So I'm thinking of building a rooftop tent for my Jeep. Now one of the ways that I've seen of doing it is taking a four by dish sheet of plywood, cutting it in half and hinging it and doing some stuff with canvas and stuff there. So that's actually not too hard of a job or issue for my Jeep. Now the question I have is, what out there have you seen for either DIY or buy-it-yourself, do-it-yourself, clamp-on things to go on the XJ, either the gutter rack or to take over the XJ's roof rack itself in? What would you suggest? Um, Thanks. Guys, have a great day. I really like well, this question, but unfortunately, I don't have an answer. I've wondered the oh, same thing. Oh, do you? Lots of answers. Well, let me, let me, throw, this, lots of let me throw this in there then. <laughs> so when Dan went on his, uh, his cross-country, whenever he was moving from uh, Missouri to Alaska, he purchased a, uh, a rooftop tent, which was a, a couple, of, couple of grand, I think, for it. It was at least $1,700. $1, and I was thinking to myself, how well, how is that thing made? I mean, it can't be more than like what Supercroc was just saying—a sheet of plywood, a, a hinge, and a tent. And you know, you don't have to spend eighteen hundred dollars on a tent. So uh, I thought, you know, surely I could make one of my make one of my own uh, that would be of similar quality, just not as easy to as just bolting on and using. So uh, there we go, Josh. That's that's my my thoughts on it. What what do you got? Well, so I've got some experience with rooftop tents. I've installed a couple of them. I've taken a couple of them off. 
Uh, I haven't ever slept in one, but I will tell you this, uh, Croc, that I would stay away from the plywood unless you are planning on, on keeping it thin, keeping it light, and mm. then coating it in fiberglass because that's going to be the first thing that's going to wear out. It's going to warp. It's going to absorb. Uh, it's just not going to be a good idea. Composite would be the way to go. Um, plastic would obviously be ideal. Stay away from the factory roof rack to use this. You definitely need something with a lot more support. JCR offers some great DIY uh, gutter mounts for the Cherokees mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, that allow you to then uh, bolt up or weld on uh, cross supports that we, which you can then uh, kind of design your own roof rack system with, including a, a tent or uh, whatever have you. Now, there are a lot of um, add-ons and there are a lot of DIY plans out there uh, which you can buy a roof rack tent and then create your own mounting system for to save yourself some money. Um, and there is a ton out there. You can get them on Amazon. You can get them through four-wheel parts. Uh, you can get them just about anywhere. There are dozens of them. Um, do your research because not all of them are built the same. Some of them are mil-spec. Some of them wouldn't be good for uh, very much rugged use. Uh, others I definitely wouldn't sleep in in the rain. So uh, definitely do your research and, and check that out. And if you can, head down to like a camping world or uh, any kind of a retailer that uh, provides, uh, you know, like RVs, uh, RV service, uh, tents and things like that. Um, a sporting goods store is not going to have this sort of stuff. But what I'm getting at is if you can go and look in person and kind of get uh, some touch and feel going, uh, check out some of these tents yourself. A lot of them have some really great features. Sewing one together yourself, man, seriously, stay away from that. It's going to be a lot more trouble than it's worth. Probably leak too. So Josh, a uh, quick question. If you, you've had some experience with the rooftop tents and you're talking about yes, the, the, the base of the, of the, uh, uh, the mounting of uh, the tent, the thing the right. tent sits on, is it really flexible? I mean, whenever you're, is it almost like being on a waterbed? Because it sounds like everything that you're describing would be uh, not very rigid. Well, what I'm talking, when I, when I say plastic, I mean, don't think um, the kind of plastic that you are thinking like <laughs> Tupperware, you know, it's going to be a little bit more thicker than that. Right. Uh, but a quarter inch sheet of the right kind of plastic is going to be stronger or at least more rigid um, than a sheet of quarter inch plywood. Okay. Uh, and it's going to be a lot lighter too. And of course, it's going to stand up to the rigors uh, of off-road use. Now, remember, this is all it has to do is basically be a mounting point and a support system for the bottom of the tent. Um, you're not going to be storing a lot of weight on there. There's not going to be a lot of focused point weight on it. Well, any, when you're laying uh, any on it. kind of weight that you do put on it is going to be dispersed over an area. Yeah, when you're laying on it, that certainly uh, is going... I, and I'm thinking about, you know, whenever you put your elbow down to get up or something like that, it's now it's flexing down. It would just be an uncomfortable feeling, especially if you were having a few beers the night before. <laughs> And you wake See? up and you and you don't know you don't remember you're in a in a tent and you're still feeling this stuff and it's very flexible. So I was just thinking uh, that uh, the, the the plastic you were talking about might be a, a bit unsettling, but uh, yeah, I see what you mean. So all right, well let's get to our next voicemail. Tony, Josh, Tammy, was listening to the latest podcast and heard you mention cleavite bushings and the upper control arms from the Amazon. You brought it now. Uh, just to let you know, Clevite is a company that makes bearings and bushings and all that good stuff. But uh, just figured I'd let you know if you weren't aware. But anyway, keep up the good work. Been listening to the podcast uh, since about first week in July when I bought my XJ and went all the way back as far as Stitch would let me to 113 and been listening ever since. Took me cool. about two months to get yeah, caught up uh, listening while I'm working riding back and forth the calls and all that for my job but uh anyway this is nc explorer out in north carolina and uh y'all keep it straight on the road now the ditches later <laughs> 
Well, thank very you very cool. much. NCH for Brian, I believe this who that was. Yes. Thanks for uh, for the the information on that Cleveland. Yeah, I did see that sort of uh, after that segment had ended, I was continuing to do my research and I found I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a company uh, that makes that." And I kind of recognized the name, a few wheels clicked together, but thank you very much for kind of taking us to task and calling in with that a uh, little bit of a correction and an update on some information. Yeah, we love that. Love having the uh, the listener interaction. And uh, it's great for the the newbies like Tammy, right? I'm not a newbie. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> or am I? Well, compared to uh, some of the other folks out there. and uh, Yeah, but, I guess you could. Uh, it, it, and movie. actually, it's, uh, it's interesting. Well, when we get to the, uh, the Nikki G uh, segment, it'll be, uh, it'll be very interesting having to do with uh, the newbie stuff that I'm talking about. You'll see what I'm, oh, what, what I'm talking about when, oh, I, when we get there. So uh, we've got one more, and this is from uh, Mayo, I think. Mayo. Mayo? Ma- mayonnaise. Okay. We'll just call him Mayonnaise. Hey, Deep Talk Shows, uh, Mayo. Uh, it is pronounced Mayo as in Mayonnaise. Um, I just spent time <laughs> listening to that episode there uh, about that. You questioned that. Uh, so I figured I'd just kind of pass some time as I drive this uh, semi-truck down the road. Um, the reason, the way I got that was uh, I do a lot. I know a lot of uh, ham operators, amateur radios, uh, they know about uh, shooting skin. Um, and I used to drive coast. I used to drive uh, all over the U.S. And uh, one of the things I used to do to pass time was uh, would shoot skip um, all over the place. Uh, and when I'd be down in the citizen band radio uh, down in the 11 meter, I would do uh, things like you know, if you ever turn to channel six, you know, I'd, I'd put the smack down with my big old radio. But um, <laughs> it came about like where, that. and I'm sure you've heard this. Uh, you know, you hear people hollering into the mic, you know, audio. They sit there and try to see how far they can swing <laughs> the needle and, and whatnot. And uh, it came. I just one day got bored saying audio, trying to and all that. And I just turned it into mayo, and uh, oh. just, that's what I've always used. I, uh, it. I say it across the airwaves. So you know, if you ever hear, if you ever uh, on the radio and hear. You know, somebody coming across the CD saying mayo and uh, and then things like that. Yeah, that's that's me. Uh, I usually go about by saying uh, WMAYO, my duck fucking radio, my big bad diesel mobile, and I just got. <laughs> oh jeez, I love it. Oh uh, gee, so uh, let me uh, let me try to put it this way and see how many people I can alienate in the process. Oh boy, CBers talk skip. Ham radio operators talk DX. DX for distance. So it's kind of like the the difference between uh, do you, can you do a uh, William uh, Thurston the third or whatever it is, uh, Josh? You know about <laughs> the Thurston Howell the third. There you, you go. Know, oh my God! It's absolutely you sound just like not him. encrusted with diamonds. I just don't want it. It's like him talking about a Love yacht it. compared to huh. <laughs> Billy Bob talking about a flat bottom boat. That's the difference between CB and Ham. <laughs> now, uh, no, my roots, both Tony's and my roots are, are in CBs. Yes. Uh, his a little bit more deeper than mine, but man, I love CB talk. CB's That's, it's, anytime I'm driving back from the trail in my Jeep and, and I got the CB on still, uh, there's, there's a couple state, a couple uh, channels around in my neighborhood or in this area rather, uh, that are heavy trucker use. And, uh, and some of those guys, man, they, yeah, like when, uh, when Mayo was, uh, Mayo was, uh, talking yeah. there and he, and he was kind of going off for a second there. There's a lot of that stuff out here. A lot of that chatter. Yeah. It's a lot of fun messing with them too. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. And if you don't know, unless you're on sideband, the audio, th- uh, the audio thing makes no uh, difference. Audio. Yeah. That audio, audio. thing. 
I, I, it was funny. There was a guy on two meters that would say, combio, combio. Hola, hola, combio. <laughs> that's the way he would, that's the way he would do it. But it, it didn't have anything to do with checking the, uh, checking the audio. Anyway, so we really appreciate those voicemails. Always fun to hear from people. And, uh, we love, uh, those little, uh, tidbits of information into your background. It, uh, uh, it makes it great for us to learn a little bit more about Heck our listeners. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. Hey guys, if you want to leave us a message, just head over to jeeptalkshow.com. You can see, uh, send questions or comments there on the right side of the screen it has a little microphone symbol. That is our speak pipe feature. And it's just like an online answering machine. I, all you need is a microphone attached to your computer, a smartphone or a tablet. Uh, and if you do want to use your phone, well, you can always dial our 24 seven voicemail line. Nobody will ever answer that mm -hmm. except for a machine. And that is five, three, zero, six, seven, five, four, one, zero, two call now. And you may have noticed the difference between, uh, the voicemail line, the five, three, oh, uh, six, seven, five, four, one, oh, two on super croc. Cause that, that very first part of his voicemail was that. And the yeah. following two voicemails that we all put together into one was speak pipe. And he was much more legible. Oh yeah. In the speak pipe ones. So if you, if you want to sound really cool, use the speak pipe. Oh, YouTube love. Gotta love the YouTube. You love. have to. It's mandatory. It is mandate. The YouTube love <laughs> guys. We pull a few names out of our hat each and every week to pay a little bit of a homage, give a little bit of respect, give a shout out to those who have taken the time to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, you have made it on our list people. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to go ahead and give you guys a shout out right now. Tony, who's first on our list tonight? Hidden Wounds XJ. Haven't heard Man, from him I, in a while. Yeah, and you know, and I checked out the uh, the HiddenWoundsXJ.org chan uh, you, uh, YouTube channel. The, the website, unfortunately, it is down right now. Aww. So we're going to have to get a hold of him and find out what's going on. Uh, we also have James Klein on our list tonight. And Thomas Owens. And indeed, we also have Ted McAfee rounding out our list. I wonder if that's the guy who actually created the McAfee software. The guy that's on hmm. the run because he killed his neighbor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we got a fugitive on the run listening to our show. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's got lots of time in jail to listen. Oh. <laughs> Alrighty. So anyway. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show? What do you talk about, man? Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show? I got no idea what the heck. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Get out of my face, yo. Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Underwater. Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? In the bubble bath. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? No clue. And where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? While flexing on stumps. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? I would assume on the radio. The Jeep Talk Show, available on iTunes and at jeeptalkshow.com. Hey guys, we just gave you out those numbers and a way to get a hold of the show. We want to know where you are listening to the Jeep Talk Show at. So if you've got a creative, unique, or rather strange place <laughs> that you listen to the show at, we definitely want to hear. If you've uh, just listening in your Jeep, listening on your way to work, that works too. Sure. Give us a call right now, 530-675-4102. Call us and let us know where you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at. And now everybody, what we've all been waiting for all week long... <laughs> Hearing from the mind of Nikki G. From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And I just caught the show, and I got to tell you, that is the funniest episode I've heard yet. Wait for I, I it. believe Tony said he was going to go wheeling. That's. Oh, <laughs> I'm still laughing over that. And uh, it's sad that. Out of all three of you guys, well, out of, out of all four of us, 
Tammy probably does the most wheeling in, of all of us. Yeah. And uh, I probably do the least bit. It's sad to say Josh does more wheeling in his Honda than I do in my Jeep. Oh. <laughs> all right, guys. I'll uh, chat you later. You have a good one. Bye. Hey, Nikki G's in the chat room tonight. I know. That's exciting. I to go over wow. there and uh, say what's up. So the, That's uh, right, guys. We do have a, a chat room uh, over at jeeptalkshow.com. You guys can interact live during the show uh, with all of us, in fact, and those else uh, we've mentioned on the show, uh, like uh, Jensen and like Nikki G tonight. Yep, yep. So uh, just go over to jeeptalkshow.com, 10 p.m. Central Time on Thursday, with the exception of our episode 200. You'll go there, but you'll need to be there an hour early at 9 p.m. Central Time. So anyway, good uh Good from the mind of Nikki G, I think. I'll get him back. I will. This has been From the Mind of Nikki G. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Reviews. You know, I'm my whole week is just so much better. Whenever I have reviews to report to you guys, love the feedback, love yeah. the feedback, even if it's negative, which we get it very seldom love hearing it. I mean, even the, the, the negative reviews, the negative stuff that we get, it's great because it tells us what we need to do with the show That's to make right. it better for everybody. So, uh, yeah, uh, always uh, encourage the constructive criticism guys. Yep. And our first review tonight, um, quote, love the show well, of by K. JR91 on October 12th of this year and gave us a five-star rating. I love listening to podcasts while I drive and have been on the hunt for a good Jeep-related podcast. This was the first podcast I stumbled upon and love it. The audio quality is amazing. Sounds like a professional radio station. Very knowledgeable and fun to listen to. Keep up the great work. Thank you so very much. Yeah. We've worked really hard at that, and it's wonderful to hear. I especially like the audio quality thing because that was uh, something that I was very concerned about and put a lot of time and effort into. And uh, Josh has helped out with that, uh, and uh, Tammy has as well. If you remember when Tammy first got on here, oh, she, geez, had, yes. uh, she had a, a, a big condenser microphone that was uh, – it's highly rated in podcast, but yeah. it, it just sounded a lot different than what uh, Josh and I are talking on. And uh, she got that microphone, and you can see she's got the whole setup going there. Just uh, helped to make the the audio quality that much better. So I uh, really appreciate that compliment. Yes, very much. And uh, thank you for the acknowledgement. Yes. So uh, our second review here is a great show by Big Daddy here on uh, October the 13th. So that would be one day after the 12th. Yeah, we're getting reviews daily, Josh, Tammy. That is amazing. It is. I'm yep. just tickled pink. Yep. And uh, this is also a five-star review. Uh, this show is great. The hosts interact with the listeners and they also seem to have fun, seem to have fun. <laughs> no, it, it is genuine and oftentimes way too much of it being had almost on a weekly basis, guys. Now we do have a lot of fun doing this show. Now, Tony started this off just as a way to, um, support and, uh, and Focus, promote, bring, yeah, XJ, bring, yeah, promote xjtalk.com and, and, and it turned into a little bit more of a hobby. I came on board just because it's fun and I wanted to do the same thing. And, uh, and this has turned into something absolutely amazing, and we couldn't have done it without you guys. And, of course, getting a little bit of feedback from you guys is awesome as well. We have another one, or, quote, here's another one by another, another K2. That's a lot of <laughs> anothers. And this was on October 14th, literally a day after the last one. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, gave us a five-star rating on this one as well. This show broadened the horizon from just the Jeep XJ Cherokee to now include the Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, CJ, and occasionally even more models. A good show with a broad range of info with current news, tech tips, and a good regular listener participation. Buy with Amazon, call in, review, and you're part of the show. I bought my 99 Jeep Cherokee as basic transportation, and I'm keeping it stock. It currently has 155,000 miles on it, and I'm hoping to make it through one more Iowa winter with it as my only four-wheeled vehicle. I'll turn to these guys or xjtalk.com if I need any assistance. This is a very well-organized show and has great hosts. I look forward to each and every week. Thank you very much, Another another K2, and want to thank all of you people out there who have taken the time to give us a review and a five-star rating on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Uh, we very much appreciate all of that feedback, guys, and like Tony said at the, at the top of the segment, even if it's constructive criticism, we very much appreciate it and encourage it. So if you guys haven't left a review in a while, or if you haven't left one at all, it's time to do so. So head over to iTunes right now, do a quick search for the Jeep Talk Show, leave us a five-star review and a comment, and we will get it on the show. Yes, great. Great hearing from you guys. Thank you for taking the time to uh, type those things out. And uh, I know it's uh, a bit of a pain. You always hear people whining about, give us reviews, give us reviews. And the, and really the reason why we like it is we like knowing how we're doing. Uh, we, uh, you know, we think we do uh, having a good time, but I liking it to uh, taking uh, pictures on, on vacation and somebody comes over to visit and you pull out that book of, of pictures and you, you start flipping it through and everybody wants to leave because it's just so boring. And, and that's kind of the way I feel about the show is that I think it's good. I think it's fun, but I'm the one that's involved in it. So it may not be that exciting for everybody else. So when you guys take the time to let us know, it, it, it you know it, it confirms what I'm thinking, that you don't mind looking at my vacation pics. <laughs> <laughs> Captive audience to our slideshow, dang it. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Well, hey, we mentioned uh, what's at, we mentioned xjtalk.com a little bit ago, and, uh, and that's really how this all thing started. Uh, so you can blame it on that. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what is happening over on xjtalk.com? So I thought this was pretty cool today. Uh, there's been a little uh, hot gun talk on, uh, on uh, xjtalk.com. And, and when I say hot gun talk, I mean positive gun talk, not let's ban them all or anything. Because, you know, uh, we are uh, manly men and womanly women over at xjtalk.com. And uh, for the most part, I think everybody is... Uh, uh, a pro gun. But anyway, uh, there was a, a post made today and somebody was saying, Hey, is there a, a gun, uh, thread, uh, uh, forum on, on, on xjtalk.com? And I said, no, I said, but I had posted some stuff up about guns a while back. There really didn't seem to be much interest in it and, uh, didn't want to put up a, uh, an actual forum for it unless people were interested in talking about it. I suggested, well, let's put up a post and uh, see what kind of reaction we get. And uh, if, if a lot of people are interested, I'll set one up. So I think that's what encouraged Pinky Man to start his guns, uh, or rather gun and firearms thread. And uh, in his post, he says, so I'm sure I'm not the only gun guy on here. So I thought I'd start a thread on firearms, shooting stuff and blowing stuff up. I <laughs> love this guy. <laughs> I do a fair amount of bird hunting and have uh, a couple of Remingtons for that. I've also got a 50 cal muzzle loader for deer season, and my oh, wow. carry weapon of cho choice is a 9mm M&P shield. Here's my toy box, complete with homemade LED lighting, a battery, and magnetic reed switch. So he's basically showing a picture there of his, uh, his guns and his safe. And that's what his, uh, he's referring to as his toy box. So this guy, <clears throat> uh, guys, this is basically a, a gun porn thread. So get over there really? and post some hot naked pictures of your guns. Oh, geez. <laughs> Anthony, 
Anthony Weiner need not apply. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so there's more replies available on this post. Just go over to xjtalk.com and look for the gun and firearms thread. I mean, literally, it says gun and firearms thread. And you, can always, uh, <laughs> you can always check the uh, show notes uh, when the show's released on, uh, uh, on every Monday and get the exact link. But uh, we encourage you to go over to xjtalk.com and just poke around. You may find a lot of posts that you find interesting, not just this one. Well, I think it's time for Wrangler Talk. Tammy, is it time for Wrangler Shut Talk? Shut up. Yeah, it is. Good. I agree. Shut up and listen. Shut up. So shut up. You don't shut Man, up. Shut up, Shane. Hey. Shut up and listen. It's time for Wrangler Talk. It's time for G-Mama. Um, Tony and Josh, I, I just have a few things to share tonight. First, I want to talk about a YouTube video that I have, and I have a YouTube video channel. It's um, The Jeep Mama. Anyway, I have a video that I made a while ago when I first bought my Rubicon, when I traded in my um, Sahara for my Rubicon, and the video is titled My New Jeep Wrangler Rubicon versus My Jeep Sahara, All the Fun New Off-Roading Capabilities. Well, this video has gotten lots of, well, for me, it has lots of um, views. It's not, you know, not like millions or anything. But anyway, the, the funny thing I find out about it is it has eight thumbs down. Now, it is kind of a goofy, silly little video, but I really liked it. But anyway, today I got a YouTube subscriber and he commented on this video. And I want to read you guys this comment. It says, nice, your video, in part, convinced me to buy a Rubicon instead of a less expensive Sahara or Sport. I am a very happy 10-day-old Wrangler Rubicon U hardtop owner. Probably this is too much of an off-road vehicle for me, but I wanted to have a Wrangler for a long time and decided to pull the trigger. Thanks for the video. Believe it or not, it helped me understand a bit more of the differences between the regular Jeeps and the Rubicon and the $7,000 switches. Love the podcast show, by the way. You guys might be the biggest threat to my wallet and bank account. Thanks. And then another person um, commented, well, you know, you would get my vote, Tammy, because I posted this guy's um, quote on my social media sites, and I basically said, you know, I think Jeep needs to be giving me a commission because, you know, I'm helping sell, upsell their Jeeps. So another um, listener, viewer, um, follower said, well, you know, you would get my vote, Tammy, Jeep Mama, and I wish I knew you before I bought my Sport, which I love. You're my boy, Blue. That's the name of his Jeep. But I might have gotten a Ruby, too. So anyway, I just wanted to share those little comments. And, you know, all those people who gave me the thumbs down, boo on <laughs> you. People like my video, huh? So anyway, my other thing I want to mention is I'm starting something new on my blog. Um, today, my post was the 2015 Top Off-Road Park and Trails in America. It's a guide. This is the second annual guide that partscatalog.com has um, released, and they have a website. And you can um, go to my blog, www.jeepmama.com, and click on the latest post to get all the information. But basically, they have asked fellow off-roaders, off-road enthusiasts, Jeepers, to in a survey to submit their top trail or off-road park in each state. And they have all 50 states and they have the top um, listings. Now, these are just from people who they 
surveyed. Anyway, I decided I want to start, hopefully this will work, my own version of this. And I have received one um, entrance so far, but I was going to do the top trail, your favorite top trail and par- or park, and why. And it can be the muddy trail, the rocks, the obstacles, the beach. Um, and s- send me your picture and give me a few you know, sentences on why you like the park or the trail, you know, and it's good to, you know, well, some of us may not want to share our favorite places, but anyway, it's good <laughs> to know of other places around where you live, where you can go off-roading um, and join other off-road enthusiasts. So anyway, that's, those are my two things for tonight and I'll throw it back to you guys in so, the studio. So I would encourage people to throw out their, their legal places to wheel uh, exactly. You know, unless you're unless you're comfortable with you know the local law enforcement and so on and so forth, and not worried about <laughs> any repercussions. But um, so because you know wheelers, I always, I always encourage people to tread lightly. Uh, wheeling in designated spots only, and only in those areas that it is legal to wheel. I understand that sometimes it may be four or five hour drive for you guys to get to your local OHV park or your local off road park, um, and uh, that little construction spot down the road is wide open and nobody's looking mm-hmm. that kind of stuff leaves a uh, bad taste in a lot of people's mouths and makes the rest of us kind of look bad really hurts the sport guys so try and stay on designated trails if you can and make sure you guys are taking care of uh, the trails that we do have access to i'd like to speak frankly about this the the tread lightly is all fine and good but i could really give a rat's ass <laughs> because if it wasn't for the 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 fact that it hurts us politically that it closes down places for us to legally wheel, I would say kiss my ass. You, you know, if I'm going to take, it's like no, speeding. I'm, it's like I'm speeding. You, if, if I want to go over the speed limit, that's fine. You know, uh, I, I'm taking the chance. I'm taking the chance of, you know, Yeah, but the you can't do it on the sidewalk. I keep trying to tell you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've, got, I've seen way too many red light cameras with your x-ray on the technically, sidewalk. Technically, so. Technically, there is no speed limit on the sidewalk. You got to think these you things are through. Right. You are correct. <laughs> Tony has found the ultimate loophole, people. <laughs> and Mr. Granny, loophole. And Granny and the uh, the elderly and the handicapped get lots of good exercise. So um, no, but I'm just I'm just saying it. Bo- it bothers me every time we talk about tread lightly. I fully support the tread lightly, but simply because of the political ramifications of it. Because people always try to find a way to stop people from having fun. And no, it's not just Christians <laughs> that, that do that. <laughs> I was going to say people try and prevent people from having fun all over uh, all over the place. Yeah. So that, so with that, I, I do agree with the tread light leaks because it's a political thing for us to do. It helps protect the sport, as Josh said. I, I just it just bugs me. It just grates on me every time because when I was a kid and we had the four wheel drives, if you piss somebody off, if you pissed one of us off, we redded your yard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, we do not condone that here on the Jeep Talk Show, but yeah, that is pretty fun. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it's not the right thing to do. I got a yard now, so I completely understand why that's a bad thing to do. <laughs> yeah, there's too many cameras out anymore nowadays. Uh, yeah. Too many security cameras. That was the early 80s for me, so that wasn't it really. You know, they didn't have caller ID then, so we could get away with making the, the fake phone calls as well. Anyway, speaking of fake phone calls, uh, <laughs> let's get over to this guy. Let's get over to Super Croc. You, you've already heard him in a voicemails. You love him. And uh, here's a little hot CJ talk action for you. Greetings, Jeep Talk. This is the Super Croc coming to you with CJ Talk. Today, we are going to be talking more about my build progress. And depending on time, 
the a little more in shop talk. So hang on, buckle up, and we'll go through this together. So today, I'll first go over a little bit about my build progress. So, so far what has been happening is I've been stripping the, the body and engine compartment for my 76. Now, the engine compartment already had the motor out and no transmission, so, and a few other things were stripped out of there before I got it. So I didn't have to do a whole lot there. But on the body, you had the seats, the hard top, and the the windshield, and all that stuff that was on there. I got most of that stripped off now. I've still got a little bit of the Havoc um, ductwork, heating and air conditioning, ventilation stuff that I still have to get out. And I still have to take out the e-brake um, assembly. And then a little bit, and the roll bar and tailgate. But other than that, the body itself is uh, fully taken out. Uh, so that has been outside, and inside in my garage, I'm finally getting it to where I can get to work on the engine transmission and transfer case. Now, the engine, I'm not going to do a full rebuild. I am going to do a couple new gaskets, the intake exhaust gasket and probably the um, valve cover gasket will be changed, the valve cover gasket will be cleaned, it will get all new spark plugs and then I've got a new oil pan gasket and rear main seal that I'll put in that. So it won't be a full rebuild but it will be an inspection and if I find anything surprising then I will try to address that but hopefully I don't have to do a full rebuild anytime soon on that now the transfer case and transmission right now what I've been doing is cleaning the cases and getting them ready for teardown I'm gonna be doing that in the fall in our will be heated garage when we install the actual heater for it which will be really nice and then I haven't decided whether I'll just go with a um, gasket and seal kit or if I go with a full rebuild from them. And that will kind of depend on how it goes when I take it apart. If I find that they're really grody and missing teeth on the gears and stuff, then it will be a more in-depth rebuild. But if I find it looking good and no signs of deterioration, then I'll probably just do the seals and possibly bearings. Um, so that will be that will be my more winter-fall type project for that. I'll have some body work to do, patching rust and holes and that sort of stuff. And depending on what kind of winter we have will depend on how much I get done with that. And hopefully I can get a space in the driveway to move my um, frame so it's separate from the body so I can work on them separate. If I can't, then they'll have to kind of wait more towards spring to do a whole lot of it. I mean, I'll probably get some done on it before then, but not as much as I would have wanted to. Uh, so that that's kind of up to date on that. Now with my uh, 40, 45 minutes, a couple hours left, I'll do a little bit of shop talk. And today, all I'll be talking about is 
the big and little things that I have found so far in the build that really help. Um, one is extra lighting. Whether it be, I found like the LED strip um, hanging work lights or a ex couple extra flashlights or those oval thing LED um, lights that you can get on. Having extra light, especially if you can put it in a corner area where you don't have a lot of view, really helps. Another thing is a true engine stand is awesome. Right now I'm borrowing one from a neighbor, but even buying one, they're not that bad. And Now, if you're only going to use it once or twice, then it might not be worth it for you, but I hope to do at least one more engine. So, buying it will be eventually in my future. The other thing is an engine hoist. We got a two-ton engine hoist with foldable legs from Harbor Freight. And let me tell you, that is a back saver and an absolute must in some situations. Getting the two-ton was definitely the minimum that I see, even for your, your small engines because you can get it out far enough for your light engines to be worth it, or you can get it nice and tight for your short engines. Now, we got ours at Harbor Freight when it was on sale. I don't remember the price, but it was under $150. And that is one of the things, as long as you get matching SKUs on both boxes, that is an awesome deal. What we had happen, and luckily our uh, local... Local Harbor Freight kind of knows us by now with buying tools, and we're starting to figure out what tools are good from Harbor Freight and what are not. I think I'll do a episode in the future about that, but that'll be the future. But their, their engine hoist is one. However, they have two different SKU numbers, which is their number for the product itself. And the two different SKUs have different stuff in each box. So you just want to make sure you got that. The other thing is, as well from Harbor Freight, is their nitro gloves. I prefer the 5 mil ones, because if you take them on, uh, get them ripped or something, just it's like 2-3 bucks for a box at times. Um, and they are awesome. It's, it's not that I mind getting my hands dirty, but it's the fact of having to dig out stuff from under the nails and then they also improve the your at least my grip a little bit and they come in everything from small to XL so that's great the other thing is grabbers like the either the three or four clawed grabbers or your magnetic grabbers there's nothing quite like having a bolt drop in just the right place where you can see it but not quite get it so, those are a couple of the things that have really helped with my build, and there's a few others that eventually I'll talk more on, but as I can't go more than a couple days of, of talking on this, I'll say a goodbye, stay safe, and stay jeeping. Well, that's great information. We appreciate you uh, taking the time to uh, stop at your local Walmart parking lot and record that, Super Croc. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> a little bit of... 
automotive background. Yeah, it was kind of cool hearing that too. So. Yeah, no, I definitely appreciate some engine noise every now and again. Yeah, it's uh, it's He's fun. He's out in the field recording. I, exactly. So uh, maybe there was a lot of activity going on around his house. Uh, now, I know we've heard some uh, trucks and stuff driving by from uh, previous recordings that I figured he was just out outside working on his uh, his CJ or maybe his XJ and uh, uh, recording the segment for us. We like uh, giving uh, Super Croc a hard time, but uh, that's only because uh, he uh, he takes it well, and we appreciate it. So let's get over to our uh, very much appreciated uh, by our audience, uh, Campfire Side Chat. It's starting to get cooler. I know I keep saying that, but it's start. I'm, I, I guess I'm trying to uh, mentally push it into reality. At least down here, I think you guys are already seeing some cool Super weather, aren't cool you? Cool here, yeah. You think so? But it was over 76 degrees here today. I think we had oh, a. Wow. I think we had a high, uh, a record high of 92 here today. So you can see why I'm interested in the cooler weather. <laughs> Come on down or up in this case. Uh, sideways, oh, it's, yeah. It's sweats, yeah. Sweatshirt rider. Sweatshirt weather. Say that three times real Easy fast. for you to say. Here. Yeah. I like wearing sweatshirts, uh, but I have to roll up the, I mean, not roll up the sleeves. I have to push the sleeves up, but that's nice because they stay up, you know, because it's a sweatshirt. That's whenever it's like uh, 30s out, I'll wear, I'll wear a sweatshirt. <laughs> so you guys may know, if you've been listening to the show for uh, for a long time, that, that the original reason Tony bought his Cherokee was uh, really pretty much to make sure that he can get his family out of an emergency situation. Uh, because he's down there in Texas, definitely within striking distance of a hurricane. Mm-hmm. Lots of rain, lots of wind, potential for flooding. you got to have a Jeep to get out of that sort of stuff. Now, Tony's recently done a lot of LED lighting upgrades uh, to his Jeep. And uh, I think we may find out whether or not those LEDs are actually as waterproof as they may say. Tony, you had some sideways rain down there recently? <laughs> well, not recently, thankfully. But we are uh, 60 miles from the uh, from the Gulf Coast here. Uh, we, uh, we're at an altitude of about... Uh, I think 70 feet, uh, and uh, it's unlikely that we would ever have any flooding here. But uh, tornadoes, uh, straight-line winds from a hurricane will do a lot of damage. And, uh, uh, and as the story goes, Hurricane Rita threatened the Gulf Coast. It was Category 5 a few days out, and uh, people were still panicky about all the news color- coverage from, from Katrina. So the I-10, which is like six lanes uh uh, or I'm sorry, eight lanes, four lanes on either side here, was backed up. Um, people were in waiting in line on the freeway for 12 hours, and they traveled five miles. Jeez. And if you've never been in a, a Category 5 hurricane while sitting in a vehicle with your kids, wife, and children, uh, you can well imagine uh, that no is not way. a situation that you'd want to be in. So uh, Texas has done a few things. They, they now have a plan to open up both sides of I-10 for one-way traffic so everybody can get on the all eight lanes and, and get out of here. And I, I don't think, you know, I've lived here all my life, and I don't think we'll ever see a situation like that again. I think it was just the combination of all the, the, the way the coverage was in uh, New Orleans for Katrina, and it just panicked everybody. And when there was this other Category 5 threatening our area, people just wanted to get the hell out of Dodge, and they didn't care. And then they got stuck. Anyway, my idea was, I'm not going to be in this situation. I have a Jeep. It's a four-wheel drive. I haven't done anything to it. I've been wanting to lift it and do some things to it. 
Um, and screw it. I am going to lift it. I'm going to get it fixed so that I do not have to have a road to evacuate. I will use the roads, but whenever I get to an impassable location because of, of people with their, uh, Priuses and Hondas, sorry, Josh. And, uh, you know, these trucks, people will drive trucks and they go five miles an hour over a railroad track. Give me a break. Seriously. (laughs) You're not going to bottom out. Why are you slowing down for a railroad track? Anyway, so this is the mentality of people that drive on roads. So this has always been my idea. I want a hurricane escape vehicle. And lighting is one of those things that you want to make sure you have. Well, recently I was on a, 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 what do you call it, a Facebook group. And there was questions about LEDs. And apparently some of the LEDs, some of the, the cheaper Chinese eBay LED lights have a, a reputation for getting water in them. So I did a little research. I mean, I've had mine for a, quite a while now. I mean, over a year. And it's been through rain. It's set out in the rain. I haven't had any issues. I just assumed there wouldn't be uh, any issues. But if you, uh, before you buy your LED lighting, you might want to have a look uh, because they, they'll have a, a rating. And I think this was, a, um, I think the ones that I have, at least the 7 inches uh, LEDs that I have, are IP67, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, uh, rating, which means they are uh, sealed from dust and they are good uh, underwater between, and this is the funny part, between five centimeters and a meter. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So that's the, to get an IP67 rating, you have to be able to submerge the LED uh, light between five centimeters, which is like two inches, and a yard, you know, three feet is basically what a meter is. So I thought that was kind of a, a broad definition, but if you're concerned about LED lighting, which... You know, I am a big supporter of LED lighting because it is substantially brighter than uh, the uh, the KCs. I mean, I had daylighters. Uh, what did you say your rating was? I believe it's IP67. I'm doing this from memory. Okay. So uh, if, if you see a correction on there, jump in there and let me know. Oh, um, no, no. that's I just looked up my lights yeah. to see what mine was. And mine are 67 as well. Yeah. So, that's uh, pretty much the standard. You guys may see another rating, a mil spec, or like a, a mil 810. Uh, rating, which is basically about the same thing. Yeah. So uh, you check that out before you get your LED lights. I think I was just lucky and got those. I didn't even know there was a situation where water was getting inside those things. They look pretty well sealed to me, but just because it looks that way doesn't mean they are. Uh, I don't plan on getting them in the water. I've got them up pretty high, uh, especially the 44 inches up there at the roof. If if I've got that 44 inch submerged, I got bigger issues than worrying about getting a water in the LED light bar. But anyway, I found that interesting, and I thought I would share that in our campfire side chat here tonight. That uh, you might want to be aware, look for that rating, and if you can get something better than an IP67, uh, uh, that's even better. Indeed, yeah, absolutely, and always double check your warranty information. Uh, and uh, if you've got something that uh, falls within a manufacturer's defect, it never hurts to put in a phone call and find out what your options are. Mm-hmm. And tell them you're going to post if they don't take care of you. So here's a recurring theme over the last couple of few weeks. I haven't touched the Jeep in a little bit. Uh, I really have just Aww. been way too occupied. Uh, got uh, several things going on right now. The last couple of weekends, I've been absolutely uh, over overbooked with, uh, with helping my girlfriend out with her midterms. A lot. We're in some pretty high-level classes right now, and she just has a hard time with the math stuff. As an engineer, I can kind of step in and help her out with that sort of stuff, and got to pull off my, uh, my my socks and count some fingers and toes. But we're getting it done. 
uh, and she's still an A student. So uh, it's uh, kudos. So you're doing, you're making a good grade there, Josh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, hey, I've hey, I've missed a few problems. Believe me, I've gotten some stuff wrong, and she's let me know just how much she uh, is not pleased about that. Oh, but, uh, hey, no. you know, I'm doing my best here. But uh, I, and the other thing is, is I, I'm really working very hard at trying to. Uh, uh, progress with my voiceover career, guys. Uh, if you guys want to check out some of my work, uh, maybe you have an option of helping me out with a, with a gig. Let's say you are in the marketing firm of your department uh, or your company you work for or in charge of uh, commercials, things like that. By all means, please get a hold of me. I would love to uh, to have a chance of working with you. You guys can check out my website, thevoiceofjosh.com. You guys can see some of my work there. And, and I promise you I will be having some work done. I will not be having some work, and I will be doing some work on my Jeep here this weekend. I have actually allocated a day to finally finish off that rear main seal and so I can move on to the next thing, which is going to be installing my, uh, my new uh, throttle body project, which you guys have heard a little bit about over the, over the last few weeks. Now, Josh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're open to any voiceover uh, over work. I mean, video game, uh, even other podcasts. You could do voiceover for other podcasts, yep. right? Other podcasts, promos. Um, my, my specialty, I mean, look, the, there's a lot of guys out there. Not a lot. There's actually only a few guys out there that are doing the movie trailer voiceover stuff. Um, and that's typically what people think of when they think of mm-hmm. voiceover work. Um, although I would love to get an opportunity to do some of that sort of That'd stuff. It's not, it's not my specialty. My specialty is definitely more of the commercials and the promotion, the short, uh, the short form sort of stuff, long form narration. I'm kind of a little bit hesitant on breaking into that field right now, because again, it's not my niche market. It's not the thing that I am best at. So mm-hmm. uh, if you got a project, you think that we might be able to work on, you've got a podcast, you know, a show that might need a voice. You might know somebody or a product that needs a voice. Uh, maybe you are a local fabricator and would like a commercial made for you. Well, I can do that. I offer full commercial production uh, out of my home studio here. So uh, get a hold of me, thevoiceofjosh.com. So uh, I hate to put you on the spot, but can you give us a in the world? <laughs> in a world where there is only Jeeves, one man. <laughs> that sounded pretty good. <laughs> I got I got There's there's processing and stuff that goes on behind the scenes, guys. There's uh some some guys have don't a apologize. Natural, <laughs> talent for that sort of stuff. I have to uh, tweak a few dials to get into that range. You guys keep keep in mind he's coming across Skype and it sounded that good. So <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> what is it, Tammy, my turn? what's going on with you? I no, am no, so excited. <laughs> Why are you excited? So, what's happening? Because next weekend, I will be off-roading all weekend long. I'm going up a Friday to Roush Creek. And I so jealous. Will be, so jealous. I know. <laughs> I'll be hooking up with a new um, a crew. They're doing a whole weekend of Rock the Clock because it's, you Ooh, know, that we're going to be fun. turning back the clocks or turning forward the clocks. I forget how that works. Oh, right. yeah. We've got fall daylight back. savings yeah. time just around the corner, yeah. don't we? Fall, is so it anyway, fall this, forward, fall this back, is or? a... Jeep group out of New Jersey, so I'm going to meet them on Friday. They are actually going to meet and do um, coffee and cigars or something in the morning, which I'm not going to be doing because oh, they'll be on the other the end worst. of the state. So I'll meet them at Roush Creek. We'll do a little afternoon wheeling. Some of them are camping. Some of them are staying in a hotel. Um, and then Saturday morning, I'll get up and head, you know, the five minutes to Roush Creek, and it's the second annual Woman's Wheeling Day, and they've got about a hundred women signed up to wheel. They have sponsors, and if you check out my blog, one of my blog posts, tons of sponsors are going to be giving away free prizes. I get a raffle ticket when I come in, and um, they got some restaurant to cater us some dinner, and cl- 
Clayton Off-Road is going to bring their Jeep up. And one or two, I don't know, lucky ladies will get to drive his Jeep on the trails. So I've contacted him and I've like said, please, please, please. So I'm like crossing my fingers and, you know, maybe I can hook up with him Friday. Um, he's supposed to get there Friday and maybe he'll let me um, drive. You, you did drop the, the name of the show and a podcast, 200 episodes. Yeah, I've done all Interested that in doing stuff. an interview, but yes. potentially interested in doing an interview. <laughs> and I might even just, you know, instead of giving the purple grab handles um, for the podcast, maybe I'll drive him with the purple grab handles. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> the purple and the red wouldn't go together, but his Jeep is lifted and huge tires and I would just love just to even drive it just over one of the little. I don't have to drive it the whole trail or anything, but I think it would just be interesting to compare. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, well, well, you know what's going to happen? You're going to get you're going to get the even worse sickness. I know. <laughs> Look at all oh. this that I can see. Look at all this I can go over. Look at the water I can go through that I'm scared of usually of going through. Yeah, exactly. I'm never going to touch the water in this thing. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, I'm I'm going to be you know, getting everything together. Well, it's my husband's birthday weekend. So starting Monday, I'll get the Jeep all ready to go and pack and up all my stuff. Properly and at home up. by himself. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> and leave him properly at home by himself. Yeah. <laughs> well, you actually, wheeling. he has to camp um, with the, the boys next weekend for Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts. Ah. So they'll be camping and I'll be wheeling. And did you happen to recommend that he do that uh, <laughs> so you could go wheeling? No, I don't answer no. that question. <laughs> no, actually, I would love for them to come with me. But. Oh, I know, but they don't. They don't like. I, you know, I, I keep thinking that that your oldest son is going to is going to start getting uh, the heebie-jeebies to go off road pretty soon. I'm surprised well, he's not already. I, I think the thing, if I changed my license plate and got rid of the purple grills, it might be a different story. I think he's like highly embarrassed because we were talking about that the other day when I picked him up from school and all the, you know, I take a bunch of the neighborhood boys home and they're like, Oh, this is so cool. And Michael's like rolling his eyes and he's like, you know, they're like, you're going to be able to drive this to school. And he's like, I'm not driving to this to school. Have you seen the license plates? Oh, geez. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. So, the Jeep mom, you know, right? it says Jeep mom. So I might have to go back to the old, just a bunch of numbers. No, don't you do then that? I, yeah, then I'd have to give up my keys. I don't want to do that. That's right. Uh, it's going to wind up uh, off-road when no, it's not supposed you, to be. I, yeah. I, I foresee another Jeep in your family's future. Actually, there's one Maybe. down the street Uh-oh. for sale for $3,500. Was it a Cherokee or was it a Wrangler? No, it's a uh, I think it's an older. I'll have to take a picture and, and put it up. I'll Round or square up. headlights? Up. Yeah, uh, I don't remember. It's just black. That's all I can remember. Thirty-five hundred. I bet you it's a YJ, and it would be square I, headlights. I would, I would say sounds like, and depending on if if that was a Jeep for sale in my area, that sounds like a four-cylinder YJ to me. It yeah. might be a six-cylinder YJ that might need some a little bit of love. Right. I'll 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 try to get a picture tomorrow and yeah, yeah sure yeah put it up. Yeah, we we know a little bit about the Wranglers here. Yeah, so we can help a little you. Bit, we can right? help you sure with do. That. Anyway, so that's that's my big exciting news. So if anyone knows Clayton, can you put a good word in for me? There you go. <laughs> so and hey, if you guys want to uh, to meet Tammy out there, well, she's going to be out there. Of course, she's going to be uh, signing autographs, uh, taking <laughs> yeah. pictures. Uh, if you guys can make your way through the paparazzi to get to her, 
Uh, you guys can get a chance to meet the one and only Jeep Mama this coming weekend at, at Roush Street. Next, next weekend. Next weekend. Yeah, the weekend uh, when the show the comes out. The 23rd and the 24th. Yeah, so this the show will be out on Monday if you're listening to oh, yeah. the, the audio-only yeah, podcast. Right. Uh, if you're listening to audio-only podcast, it, it will be the weekend coming up. And what were the date, dates again? The 23rd, you say? The 23rd, the 24th, and the a little bit of wheeling on the Sunday, the 25th of October. So if you're trying to find Tammy, just look for the Clayton uh, Jeep and then look yeah. around. Look, Are you going to be wearing your, uh, your Jeep talk show shirt, uh, Tammy, you think? Yeah, well, it's going to be chilly, so I'll probably, you know, have, have a something coat on, on top of but it. yeah. So look for a purple uh, Jeep Talk Show shirt or a uh, red a Jeep red Talk one. Shirt, yeah, Jeep Talk Show shirt under a uh, uh, under a uh, a jacket of some sort. I'm sure. I'll probably wear my my um, hoodie, yeah. my blue hoodie. And you can always check out, look for her Jeep that has the big uh, Jeep Talk Show it sticker does. on the side of it. So uh, anyway, and I'm the only Jeep with purple grill inserts, so not not hard <laughs> to to miss. Well, hey guys, uh, each and every week we either do an Amazon You Bought What game or we have a Jeep Mama product review. This week we're going to have neither. We're going to postpone it one week for you guys. Next week, the one and only Jeep Mama product review will return. And it's time for us to get a little wheeling wear. And sadly, unless you guys are going to be give us, giving us some wheeling uh, uh, stories to share with you guys, we're not going to have some for here for, for a while, at least till the next season. Uh, starts so you might want to consider letting us know about uh, show and shines how, how does it go josh the the charity events uh, we'd like oh, to know yeah, about all, all that sort of stuff guys the the show season is pretty much wrapping up to an end and all the big wheeling events that are happening uh are coming to a close uh now obviously there are still going to be some local events and, and and some of that stuff but the big national events are kind of sort of wrapping up that season is coming to a close and what is happening now is we're going to kind of kind of withdraw a little bit regroup and we're going to come back out with the big charity events, all the, the toy drives and stuff that happen uh, this time, you know, as we enter the holiday season and stuff, we're going to start reporting on those. So if you have a club and you guys have a charity event or you guys have a toy drive that you're going to be doing this holiday season, we need to know about it. And you guys need to get those dates into us sooner than later because the roster is going to start filling up and we can only promote so many events in so, in so much time. So if you are heading up or you know somebody who's heading up a charity drive, a toy drive, some kind of an event coming up in your area, please get them in touch with us or send us the information yourself to info at jeeptalkshow.com and we will be sure to spread the word. Hey, don't forget Jeep Junkies, wherever you guys are wheeling, whether it's, uh, well, whether it's at the mall, whether it's on the trails, out in the rocks, you pack it in, pack it out. Let's leave our outdoor recreation spots in as good, if not better condition than they were when we arrived. Remember to always, always, always tread lightly. Stay on designated trails and don't wheel where you're not supposed to. That's it for this week, guys. If you've got an event coming up in your neck of the woods, let's get the word out. Whether it's a show and shine, a cruise in, a club run, or a fundraiser, like I was saying, let's get the word out. Send us an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com. Hey, we know you guys are buying stuff out there. All you guys have out there have Jeeps. you got to have parts that need to be replaced every now and again. We know you're making purchases. We see it on our Amazon You Bought What. You're buying those Jeep parts. And next time you order your Jeep part, ask the business if they know about the one and only Jeep Talk Show. Let them know just how much you enjoy the podcast. If you're buying a product or a service from a vendor because of a review or a discussion we had here on the show, let that vendor know. And if they don't already know about the podcast, be sure and tell them about the one and only Jeep Talk Show. I think they'd have a lot of fun with that. I think you'd have a lot of fun knowing that uh, 
you were the first person that told them about it. And you never can tell. There may be uh, some, uh, 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 I don't know, discounts and stuff for you in the future if they know about us and uh, uh, we start giving out uh, discount codes on the show. It's, uh, we're, we're here to help you guys out and uh, make uh, give you any good reason to listen to the show, frankly. <laughs> and hey, you guys will be doing us a great service as well by spreading the word. Make sure you, you post up early and often on your social media accounts that you're listening to the Jeep Talk Show. Make sure you guys are telling a friend. Get them to subscribe as well. Of course, all sorts of avenues to do that, whether it's iTunes, uh, Stitcher Radio, uh, TuneIn.com. We, of course, are on the Twitter, as Tony would say, at Jeep Talk Show. Uh, and make sure you guys visit and like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Jeep Talk Show. Uh, and, of course, our entire show archive, available for your downloading pleasure, 100% free, over at JeepTalkShow.com. And, you know, guys, when you were talking about... Um codes uh just to let you know um the red kitty industries has opened up for um oh, that's forever right. if you just type in the code jeep mama um 10 percent off anything in the store but it, but they have to color it purple i think is the deal right yeah no 10 percent off but it's purple <laughs> hey guys no. just two shows left for our big 200th episode make sure you spread the word let everybody know guys we've got a big celebration coming up and we're going to be giving some stuff away Yep. You guys have a great Jeep week. See you later. Oh, man, I can't wait for that. That is coming up here very soon. You guys can look for bonus downloads uh, all about The Walking Dead. We recap uh, the, the, <laughs> the previous week's show. Make sure you guys are checking out often over at TonyandJosh.com. It's time for Tony and Josh to recap this week's AMC's The Walking Dead. We're back. <laughs> well, let's get into this episode. <laughs> it Season want to six, go there. <laughs> episode one. Yep. Uh, yeah. What is it? First we, time again. It's this is a very very interesting show. I think that they they came out of the box really well with the way that they did this show. They Morgan just showed up. Just watch Rick shoot somebody in the head, face, or something, and I wanted to see what Morgan's reaction was going to be. And here we are. What six months later is it again? I'm, I, and I don't. I don't either. I don't. I don't. I. I get too distracted trying to uh, trying to do the um, the the follow along the live stream that they do with the episodes. I tried that once, Did and you? my attention was way too split. Well, you know what that is. That's a watch our commercials, please. Because yeah. I, I wish they had kept uh, who hates Chris. You know, I thought he was yeah. a good character. Noah. Noah. Yeah. Yeah. Noah. He would have been a good one to to hold on to. I thought he was a good fit for the show. I thought he was going to uh, be good there fit a while. for the crew. Uh, and it was it was sad to see him go. Um, but what that did is is his death gave us animosity against some other characters, which oh, we will Nicholas. get some relief if and when they die. Tony and Josh. Tony and Josh. The Tony and Josh Show. The Tony and Josh Show. Warning, the Jeep Talk Show is intended for entertainment purposes only. Use as directed. In relation to actual information, real Jeeps or persons living or dead are purely coincidental. The Jeep Talk Show is not responsible for lost or stolen items, and some assembly is required. For a full list of restrictions and contest rules, see store for details. Batteries not included. The Jeep Talk Show is for external use only. Contents under pressure. Side effects may include vertigo, uncontrollable laughter, or greasy discharge and false kung fu powers. The Jeep Talk Show and its contents are known to cause cancer in the state of California. It is probably not a federal law to use this product in a manner inconsistent with its labeling. The Jeep Talk Show may be a choking hazard. Keep out of reach of small children. All safety precautions must be observed when using the Jeep Talk Show. If you feel you've reached this recording an error, please hang up and try your call again.